0: Morning Prayer begins on page 3 of the Advent Morning Prayer Booklet. Repent
1: ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips.
2: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
1: O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the
2: beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Praise ye, the Lord.
2: The Lord's name be praised.
1: Our King and <clears throat> Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation.
0: Psalm 22 on page 366
1: My God, my God, look upon me, why hast thou forsaken me, and art so far from my health, or from the words of my complaint?
2: O my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not, and in the night season also I take no rest.
1: And thou continuest holy, O thou worship of Israel. Our fathers hoped in
2: thee, they trusted in thee, and thou didst deliver them.
1: They called upon thee and were hoping. They put their trust in thee and were not confounded.
2: But as for me, I am a worm and no man, a very scorn of men and the outcast of the people.
1: All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out their lips and shake their heads, saying, He
2: trusted in the Lord. That he would deliver him. Let him deliver him if he would have him.
1: But thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. Thou wast my hope when I hanged yet upon my mother's breasts.
2: I have been left unto thee ever since I was born. Thou art my God even from my mother's womb.
1: O go not from me for trouble is hard at hand. And there is none to help me.
2: Many oxen are come about me. Fat bulls of Bashan close me in on every side.
1: They gape upon me with their mouths, as it were a ramping and a roaring lion.
2: I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart also in the midst of my body is even like melting wax.
1: My strength is dried up like a pot and my tongue cleaveth to my gums, and thou bringest me into the dust of death.
2: For many dogs are come about me, and the counsel of the wicked layeth siege against me.
1: They pierce my hands and my feet, I may tell all my bones, they stand staring and looking upon me.
2: They part my garments among them, and cast lots upon my vesture.
1: But be not thou far from me, O Lord, thou art my succor, hasty to help me.
2: Deliver my soul from the sword my darling from the power of the dog.
1: Save me from the lion's mouth. Thou hast heard me also from among the horns of the unicorn.
2: I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee.
1: O praise the Lord ye that fear him. Magnify him, all ye of the seed of Jacob, and fear him, all ye seed of Israel.
2: For he hath not despised nor abhorred the low estate of the poor. He hath not hid his face from him, but when he called unto him, he heard him.
1: My praise is of thee in the great congregation. My vows will I perform in the sight of them that fear him.
2: The poor shall eat and be satisfied. They that seek after the Lord shall praise him. Your heart
1: shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember themselves and be turned unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nation shall worship before him.
2: For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations.
1: All such as be fat upon earth have eaten and worshipped.
2: All they that go down into the dust shall kneel before him, and no man hath quickened his own soul.
1: My seed shall serve him. They shall be counted unto the Lord for a generation. They shall
2: come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, whom the Lord hath made.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world
3: without end. Amen. begins the 8th verse of the 5th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Woe to those who join house to house! They add field to field, till there is no place where they may dwell alone in the midst of the land. In my hearing the Lord of hosts said, Truly many houses shall be desolate, great and beautiful ones, without inhabitant. For ten acres of vineyard shall yield one bath, and a homer of seed shall yield one ephah. Woe to those who rise early in the morning, that they may follow intoxicating drink, who continue until night, till wine inflames them. The harp and the strings, the tambourine and the flute and wine are in their feasts, but they do not regard the work of the Lord, nor consider the operation of his hand. Therefore, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Their honorable men are famished. And their multitude dried up with thirst. Therefore, Sheol has enlarged itself and opened its mouth beyond measure. Their glory and their multitude and their pomp, and he who is jubilant shall descend into it. People shall be brought down. Each man shall be humbled, and the eyes of the lofty shall be humbled. But the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment, and God, who is holy, shall be hallowed in righteousness. Then the lambs shall feed in their pasture, and in the waste places of the fat ones strangers shall eat. Woe to those who draw iniquity with cords of vanity and sin as if with a cart rope. They say, let him make speed and hasten his work, that we may see it. And let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw near and come, that we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe to many mighty! Woe to men mighty at drinking wine, woe to men valiant for mixing intoxicating drink, who justify the wicked for a bribe and take away justice from the righteous man. Therefore, as the fire devours the stubble and the flame consumes the chaff, so their root will be as rottenness and their blossom will ascend like dust because they have rejected <clears throat> rejected the law of the Lord of hosts and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, the anger of the Lord is aroused against his people. He has stretched out his hand against them and stricken them and the hills tremble Their carcasses were as refuse in the midst of the streets. For all his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. He will lift up a banner to the nations from afar and will whistle to them from the end of the earth. Surely they shall come with speed swiftly. No one will be weary or stumble among them. No one will slumber or sleep, nor will the belt on their loins be loosed nor the strap of their sandals be broken whose arrows are sharp and all their bows bent their horses hooves will seem like flint and their wheels like a whirlwind their roaring will be like a lion they will roar like young lions yes they will roar and lay hold of the prey they will carry it away safely and no
0: one will deliver here ends the first lesson Together, the Advent Canticle on page 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake
1: his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts in your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without it. Amen. It begins the second chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark.
3: And again he entered Capernaum after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. Immediately many gathered together, so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven you. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sons are forgiven you or to say, arise, take up your bed and walk? but that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went out in the presence of them all, so that all were amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw
0: anything like this. Here ends the second lesson. Benedictus on page 7 of the booklet. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and
1: redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant. To perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us. That we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to bear his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the dayspring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And
2: grant us thy salvation.
1: O God, may clean our hearts within us.
2: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
1: Almighty God, give us grace, who may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life of mortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in Thy defence, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with Thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger. But that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Our uh, lesson from Isaiah is kind of a, you know, a, a long broadside against the disobedience of Israel. But we should remember that the lawsuit that God is bringing against his people is always in the light of the Torah god said here are my instructions the word torah in its original meaning means instruction here's how you're to live and so for example um in in this we say you adding house to house so there's no place for anyone to live the torah uh, forbade the accumulation of property a person could um, take their inheritance and if they got into debt they could lease it out until the year of jubilee at which time it had to be returned to its original owner and so what we're getting the implication here in isaiah is that didn't happen the year jubilee came people didn't return the property and and so those torah safeguards were ways to prevent those who had power taking advantage of those who did not have power and so god's upset about that and it becomes a disintegration of into kind of a self-centeredness when you have injustice in society you have disintegration. It, it begins to unravel. And, 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 and even the, the idea of this, a couple of references of, of people valiant and drinking wine, the kinds of parties that, that you see are now self-indulgent parties where the Torah commanded, come together and celebrate what God has done. And so there's a party, but it's celebrating the work of God. And it's also celebrating the whole community is participating in it together, not some celebrating and some not celebrating some, you know, having the ability to rejoice and others being oppressed and not having the ability to rejoice. And so in the Isaiah passage, therefore, the people are going to be humbled and, um, We ought to remember in the context of the spiritual life when when things come upon us that are humbling there's actually a gift in that humility that um when we all have a tendency in life to drift into sort of trusting ourselves and our own power and forgetting about the presence of god in life so when we have a setback or something happens it's a reminder we're we're humbled And we're brought back to that dependent faith, which is really the true human condition. When we depend upon ourselves, we think we're self-sufficient. That's an illusion. And it's pierced pretty quickly when we have a little bit of humility. And that humility allows us to return to God and open our lives up again to his grace and presence. This is, I think, what Jesus means in the um, Beatitudes when he says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted it's not that there's something inherently blessed in a state of being mournful and sad. It is that when we experience a sense of loss and regain a sense of humility and a sense of faith and trust in God, um, we receive comfort, we enter back into a space where God can bless us. And this is kind of the, the, the theme of the, you know, Isaiah is going to talk about the exile. Israel is going to go into exile. And the ministry of Jesus is framed in many ways in in the language of return from exile. He's calling people back. Uh, You know, the the, the leper we had yesterday. And today we have the paralyzed man who's um, brought by his friends. And it's interesting. It's really significant in the story of these men bringing their paralyzed friend, this communal dimension of that. It's not self-centeredness. It's for people being so concerned about their friend, uh, that they're going to climb up on a roof, cut a hole in it, and lower him down to get him to Jesus. Uh, this is kind of an image of intercessory prayer, the way we carry people to him. And, and so in this, this man who is, who is, and, and the interesting thing about it is in this case, we, we get the idea that somehow the affliction is, is connected to guilt. And so Jesus says, your sins are forgiven, rise and walk. And this becomes metaphorical for the Christian life because we always come to Jesus, come to God handicapped in a sense by sin. And every time we come to our prayer, we come to the Eucharist, we come to Christ, our sins are forgiven. And when our sins are forgiven, we begin to walk. That language of walking permeates the New Testament. St. Paul says, walk, don't walk as the other Gentiles walk walk in love and this is because when our sins are forgiven we're raised up to live in Christ we get to we can walk in a new way as those who are truly alive and this is the image we've been brought back from the exile of sin back into communion with God we now can rise and walk in a new way and we should note here also that Psalm 22, which we pray today because it's Friday, and often these crucifixion psalms are appointed for Friday, which is a perpetual memorial of the crucifixion. It has the posture of one who is besieged, um, afflicted, cut off. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Uh, Our Lord uses those words. We can pray this psalm in him, in our afflictions. But the, the most notable thing about that psalm is that as the, as the holy, righteous person is humbled and puts his faith in God, God hears and, and answers and raises him up and saves him. And that's the narrative of our Lord through Good Friday and Easter. And that's the quintessential narrative of the Christian life. And, and that's why the grace of humility, of being humbled to renew our faith, And connection to God is the very means by which we're raised up to walk in a new way. So a few thoughts about today's
0: lessons. We'll continue with the form of intercession on page 10. Accept, O Lord,
1: intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same is vocation. and. We may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us. And so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal
0: and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them
1: repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. We remember especially this morning, um, Ed, who is usually with us for morning prayer, who is having knee replacement surgery today. We pray for God's presence with him and for
0: a successful and healing surgery. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and
1: grant them an entrance into the land of light and join in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, one about doing good thy Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks
0: for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation,
1: preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. Grace for our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all this morning for prayer. Hope to see you all at Lessons and Carols tonight at St. Matthew's for Advent celebration. Right. Peace. Peace. Thank
0: you, Bishop. Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.